0: Hey everybody, it's Pam at the Paper Outpost and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals, coming to you from the living room couch today. I'm on one couch, Sonny's on the other couch. He's over hiding amongst the white pillows, trying not to be seen as a little snow bear in the white pillows with a little black nose sticking out. And today we are going through your questions. Um, Coming to us from YouTube and Seeing what you guys are wondering about thinking about let's jump right in Naomi Hall asks Pam loved today's video. That's uh, got a food box part four, making the ephemera pouch um, The finished project came out really good. I have a question for you or should I say a request? I'm going to start a new journal a fairy woodland theme. Can you make one on one of your videos? I need Ideas, and you are not short of any ideas. So this would be great. I know there are videos out there, but I want your ideas. (laughs) Thanks if you can do this. Uh, Take care, be safe, hugs and kisses Uh, to uh, for Sunny, our pup reporter. Yes. (laughs) Okay, I'll let him know that. Um, Oh, fairy journal. Those are so much fun. Um, The easiest place to start. I can I can do a video on that. That's actually a fun thing to do. Don't know if I've done a. I did an Undine water spirit. Uh, junk journal which was a lot of fun not that long ago maybe a month or two ago maybe three Um, but not specifically a fairy journal I've done fairy like journals where I've actually mixed mod podge and glitter together to make a uh, glitter wash that I covered a cover in which was kind of cool it was a green sparkly cover Um, so yeah I have a few digi kits with fairies in them fairy tale, fairy daydreams, fairy something, fairies, fairy, fairy, fairy. And um, if you don't know where to start, that might be an idea. You can also find uh, children's books with fairies in them that might give you some images and things like that to play with, which are fun. And Or you could draw your fairies. You could um, paint your fairies. You could use fairy-like essences, wings, Wings, what else do fairies have? Wings, (laughs) I don't know. Okay, no, fairies have fairy rings, like the F-A-E-R-I-E, Irish fairies. Um, There's a book of squashed fairies, if you've ever come across that, that's a fun book to see images of squashed fairies. Um, I think like in America, fairies are more considered like happy little go lucky, sprites kind of like Tinkerbell where in Ireland fairies were more let's I think they were more um, shall we say concerning um, little uh, may, they might cause problems let's just say but depending and whatever take you take on your fairy woodland journal theme I think you could blend oh there's I have a called. I think it's called the Deep Forest. That might be nice to blend in because she did say fairy woodland theme. And then there's another digi kit that has woodland creatures. And then there's Forest Friends, which is another digi kit, which I think all of those combining together would give you an easy start into a fairy journal, fairy woodland theme journal. And um, there are some other ones like bunnies might work in there too. I'm trying to think quickly what I have. Um but yeah, I'm having some really cool ideas. That would be a lot of fun to do. Okay, I will I will task that with myself. Um make a fairy woodland theme journal. That would be fun. Thank you for the idea. Okay, so we have a, I'm going to heart that. Uh Cheryl Barber said, "What is this journal cover made from?" Hmm. Now I don't know what the journal, let me see, I'm going to have to launch the video. This is a little tricky here while I'm, oh, now I'm leaving my questions page. Let's see. What is this journal cover made from? Hey, everybody, this is the- Oh, it's, um, oh, that's a pretty journal. Did I make that? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's, I like that one. Huh. I forgot about that one. Oh, I sold it. That, that might be why, um, man, that's a pretty journal. <laughs> if I do say so myself, I really like the style. Um, it looks to me as if I used a book cover and I covered it with fabric, some type of cotton, a little thicker cotton muslin sort of fabric with some. Mm, it's like a, it's a doily lace crocheted something, and then there a focal point. It looks like a butterfly moth digi kit, probably from Flutterby's, if I would recall. And then there are some faux flowers made from fabric, faux fabric flowers. There you go. That's a really cool journal. See now I'm, I'm all inspired to do that again oh, and I like my page tabs. Yes. Yes, I do. Looking at my page tabs. Okay. Fascinated by my own page tabs. Boy, that's something, isn't it? Okay. So let's go back to where we were. We did have questions, where'd they go? Oh, maybe they're here. Yep, I think I can find them. Okay, we're back, all is well. So yes, that's what I think it's made from, a book cover covered in fabric. And that's a very nice and quick and easy way to make a junk journal. It's actually, it's very quick and easy. Um, you wrap it kind of like a present and then you put a piece on the inside right across and you are golden, you are good to go. I've got some videos showing that process in my junk journal construction of, I think it's spines, cover and something else. Yes, but there's a whole bunch in there um, and you're gonna see fabric journal constructions. And there's a million and one different ways to use fabric um, to cover your your journal covers. and it, they make a really nice journal cover. And it doesn't take that much fabric. So you like you know just get your patootie down to your thrift store and start looking for some. go in the linen section, go in the tablecloths and curtains, and remnant fabrics, upholstery fabrics, muslins, some some really high quality bed sheets make really nice fabric covers and then you can you can dye them and color them and glitter them and do all sorts of oh it's just like getting so excited i want to go make covers you know what you can mass make covers there's nothing wrong with that it's a it's a it's a wonderful process just go in there and make a bajillion covers let's say you've gutted a bunch of books and you have a bunch of covers go make a bunch of different kinds of covers paint some fabric cover some um stencil some collage some Oh, that sounds like so much fun. I just, I really want to jump up and do that right now. Isn't that crazy? Ugh, paper, it's so much fun. Okay, Norma Favela says, hi Pam. Are the fabric packs different from the first one? Like all different fabric scraps? I got one the last time and would love another with different fabric scraps. If you can answer before they're all gone, please. I would say, yes, they're all different from the original ones because I don't have those materials anymore from the original ones. And my pieces that I was working with were, you know, they were very limited supply. So I moved on and I was going, I had eight bins of fabric. I kid you not, eight bins and I whittled it down so much. It's Crazy, so yes, I could probably confidently say they're completely different fabrics that you would experience. Yes, I can sleep well saying that at night. Um, hi, Pam and Sunny Bun. Oh, this is Mom. Make Mama knows best. A.K.A. Gwen. (laughs) I like that. That's a heck of a name. I love your channel name. Okay. Hi, Pam and Sunny Bun. Whenever I see a new video from you, my heart smiles at the fun I get to have. Aw, that's so sweet. Thanks. Just a thought. Can you correct that inside before closing the box? Correct. Oh, can you connect that inside before closing the box? And she's talking about part four. So that's the one I just did. Can I connect that inside before closing the box? Maybe she needs the divider in the back. You could put some tape back there on either side to secure it. I don't mind that it moves a little bit, but if it bothers you, you could tape it. There you go. I think I'm hoping I'm answering the question correctly. Um, Deborah Day asks, oh dear. Okay, here we go. I'm in trouble. I don't know what it is. Um, I have been begging you to sell your paper scraps since 2020. Now I have no chance at all of even winning some. My flock and I are just going to have to live without them. Could I bribe Sonny to send me some? Oh, that's so funny. Um, you, you, you know, I, I probably, I do remember you suggesting that. I didn't know if anybody would buy them. But uh, maybe I can put that out as a possibility. Um, let me think on that. I do have a, a place now that I am donating my scraps too. But if that source becomes flooded, which could possibly happen, I could consider selling some in bulk. I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Let me roll it around in the turnip and see where that lands. I hear you, Deborah. I hear you. Um, Just remember, I'm not the only source of scraps. Scraps are everywhere in your universe. Think about junk mail. Think about packaging. Think about whatever your family brings in. Think about What's in your headed to the trash bin? Just think about it. You've got a lot of scraps already. Okay, there we go. Um, Michael, a Bear asks, Hi Pam, where do you get the pictures when putting together digi kits? Are they public domain images or do you have to pay for them? Um, I do a lot of deep research and I get them from multiple sources, uh, but they're always copyright free images. A lot of them are public domain images. And um, yeah, there you go. It's not an easy task. Sometimes it's, it's easy to find themed images and sometimes it's not that easy. It just depends on the theme um new to the journaling journey um many okay this is Janie Morales new to the journaling journey many crafters ask to subscribe to their channel but never mention what the rate is or in some cases other other ask to subscribe to their channel and mention it's free do you ask for a rate there's no fee to subscribe to the channel. It does sound like a subscription, like you're going to pay for a magazine subscription. Um, it's actually just click on the subscribe button, and that way you get notified when I put out a new video. Or in theory, that should be what happened. But really, it doesn't happen that much because if ever, I don't know about you, but I belong to hundreds of cha- channels, and if if they all notified me every time they put up a video I would be drowning in videos. So YouTube and its magic algorithm will still offer you videos that it thinks that you're currently interested in and looking at. So there is no charge to subscribe to my channel. Some people have a Patreon channel or a Patreon account which is separate outside of YouTube that you actually pay for upper level classes. or. um, like specialty material from that creator. I don't have that. I, I don't do that. But a lot of crafters do that. And um, those, I believe, are uh, some are paid and you some are more expensive than others. Like they have levels up. Like you can pay the first tier, the second tier, third tier, fourth tier, and you get more perks. That's usually the common way they do it <clears throat> with more things added to your membership. I, that'd be more like a membership. That'd be a better word for that. Okay, great question. Uh, Pamela Jensen asks, Pamela Jensen, the one and only asks, are you going to sell this journal? I think she's talking about the food box one. I probably will. I'm thinking I probably will, unless I'm going to gift it to somebody, but I think I might sell it. Yeah. I think I've got a few that I might sell coming up soon. Um, I have to get myself organized again. Okay. Um, Duchess, Duchess life asks, everyone is question what's that say? Everyone is question beautiful lol everyone's questions are beautiful I think that's what she means. Where can I find all the old paper Pam is putting into the pocket? Well, you could buy a fundle from me, that's one source, but generally where I get my old paper stuff, I start with self family and friends, go rummage in your stuff look for old letters and stuff like that uh, old postcards stuff like that and then I go to garage sales yard sales estate sales antique malls uh, consignment shops flea markets auctions Facebook marketplace Craigslist yep I think that's everything did I think of everything I think so so yes Etsy eBay there up there are places and um Sometimes it takes some finagling, some takes, sometimes it takes a little haggling, but it's all worth it in the end. Yep. Okay. Uh, Pam, could you walk us through creating a self bundle, your thoughts behind it and how to use it? Okay. So I think she's referring to got a food box part four and I pulled out something which was... Um, Okay, this is what I used to do. Before the fundle was ever a fundle, which is a collection of old ephemera, old interesting papers, um, something that I would grab from, from a Ziploc gallon bag in order to draw, draw, what am I talking about? In order to, oh yeah, no, pull from when I was making a junk journal. So what I would do initially before that was ever created is I would get my little patootie up and I would go to all my different sections of goodies and i would pull one sheet out here one little piece ticket there one library card here one postage stamp it would take a long time let's just say it would take a very long time so then i thought it's just as easy to grab 10 of something than it is to grab one so then i decided i would make 10 piles of unique items so then i thought I wonder if other people would appreciate having a pile of, of a variety of items that they could use to easily sit down and start doing their junk journals with. Um, a little pool of really cool old papers, book pages, antique ledger, checks, receipts, postcards, black and white photos, um, colored slides, I mean you name it. I mean, I was just trying to think of all sorts of fun things to collect and I collected a boatload of stuff over the years and then I started amassing them into individual gallon Ziploc bags and then I would store these pre-organized on a shelf in my craft room so when I was sitting down to make a new journal I would just grab the bag and go and it was so much faster and when you mass make your pockets and tucks and things like that, and you've got those kind of all sitting in a box all ready to go, and you've got your ephemera all ready to go, then you can just play with your pages. I mean it really, it does not take long to put together if if you have done all that footwork in the beginning. <laughs> but if you if you do things almost like an assembly line a little bit, and you mass make and you organize your your self-fundle or your bundle. Sounds funny. <laughs> And, um, um, you, you can motor right along in the world of your junk journal making. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, Leslie, regarding the Dutch postcard, there is a Holland, Michigan, maybe from there. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. We never know. I, I wonder if it is that could be, that could very well be, um, be sure, but be sure, but. Um, Good morning. You may have already mentioned this in an earlier video, but what size needle do you use on your machine? I use a universal needle in my sewing machine. Um, I have used a denim needle and a leather needle before, but I found that the universal needle works just fine. I've actually read, I don't know if the source was credible, but I did read that going through paper is easier than going through fabric for a needle. But of course, often. we ask our needles to go through multiple sheets of fabric or quite a bit of thickness with the paper. So that might counterbalance the advantage to a paper being fibers being thinner than a fabric fiber. I don't know, I'm guessing here, but it, you know, I've been sewing, you know, haphazardly for years now and nothing awful has happened. Have I ever broken a needle? Yes. Yes, I have broken a needle, but when the needle breaks, the part that has the hole and the thread going through it, it kind of anchors it so it doesn't go flying off into space and into your eye, which is everybody's great fear, right? You're going to get a needle in your eye. It's not going to happen because that string generally holds on to that bottom piece where the hole is. So I've found it there. I've never seen it go flying anywhere. It's never come off the string. It's never become airborne. I often am wearing readers, so I I have eye protection, which I do feel good about. Um, Okay, have I ever sewn over a staple or something like that where there's been a problem? Yeah, I think I have, and there has been a problem. Maybe it bent the needle or something like that. But again, nothing flew off. No, no, there was no escaping metal piece in increasing velocity across the room i have not experienced that in all my my debauchery with and that's all i can call it because it's it's not pretty folks it's not pretty when i'm sewing um it's not like snow white in the room just sewing away and ah, and the birds are singing no there's none of that no absolutely not okay we have time for one more question um okay does, okay, here's an upfront and personal. Bonnie Coates says, does anyone else get tired of the endless inking? And I'm not sure if she means in my videos or herself, but either way, sometimes we all do. We get tired of inking. Sometimes we don't want to ink. We don't want to watch somebody ink. We are not interested. <clears throat> Amity Bloom, I don't think she inks her stuff but she makes beautiful journals so if you want to be free of the inking go check her journals out. I generally like some inking to create some contrast between papers because I think it gives it a nice pop here and there if it's done correctly. Um, Sometimes it can be a little laborious but there's also this zen-like feeling when you are Inking. I don't know, you get just lost in the inking of it, da, da 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 It's very repetitive, a little motion. And you can kind of tilt your dauber this way and that way, and you're kind of going along, having a good time. You're lost in your little process, and, and life is good. And yeah. And you can go places and do things, not while you're inking, but you can think about things in your mind. And it's like a little reprieve. You can go off into a little imaginative world of thinking about what you might have for lunch. And then you come back and and into where you are in your craft area and suddenly you realize your inking is done. So there you go, folks. With that, I leave you be. We will carry on with your beautiful questions. Um, I love reading them. I love hearing what you're thinking. And we wish you all um, to create with reckless abandon. And remember, fun can be simple. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.